the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Philippine military says at least 45 soldiers have been killed when a C-130 loaded with combat troops crashed while landing. Military says 49 soldiers have survived, five more are still unaccounted for. Witnesses say the plane apparently overshot the runway. President Biden throwing a huge 4th of July party at the White House South Lawn this afternoon and evening. More than a 1,000 guests are attending a 4th of July cookout that not only celebrates Independence Day, but what the White House calls a summer of freedom to celebrate Americans resuming their pre-pandemic lives. The president is hosting first responders, essential workers, and military service members and their families on the South Lawn for a holiday picnic and to watch the fireworks over the National Mall. Greg Clugston, the White House. And this is SRN News. As the sky lights up this weekend and sparks fly, we hope you feel a great sense of pride in country and gratitude for our freedoms. Whether your weekend is spent with lines in the water, firing up the grill, or enjoying quality time with family at the cabin, we hope you have a great one. Wishing you a very happy and safe Independence Day. We are AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. God bless America. You are now tuned in to Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be hot and sunny with a high of 94 degrees. Our July Regnery Book of the Month is Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds by Michael Knowles. You can win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Well, let's pump the brakes there. Name's actually Mitch Berg. Normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. I'm filling in for Brad Carlson today, who is off on assignment, enjoying the sun and uh, no opposite of thunder. Actually, a beautiful day out there today. I am in here today, en route from one event to another. I mean, it's, it's on the way. May as well do a couple hours of radio. Happy to do it. Proud to do it. Normally, every Saturday from 1 to 3, 651. Uh, by the way, uh, one of the four now hosts of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Proud to welcome Jack Tomzak to the family here. Uh, the newest person by about 10 years. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe the last person who joined the Northern Alliance was Brad Carlson 10 years ago. Jack Tomzak uh, queuing things up here as of a couple weeks ago and making his presence felt along with King Banyan, one of the charter members of the NARN, heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, the businessmen together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, dominating Twin Cities media as surely as Great Britain dominated the world in 1776 when our founding fathers wrote these incredibly impudent words as a unanimous declaration of what were then the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, 
and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect for the opinions of mankind require that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights. Among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That wherever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute another government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly, utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He's called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. <coughs> DFL. Uh, he has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmless, firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. <laughs> He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. <coughs> Minneapolis. Uh, he has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. <coughs> Border. He's obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He's made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. Court packing. He has made judges dependent on his, uh, he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat their substance. Substance. IRS. Uh, he's kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislature. <coughs> Federal law enforcement. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He is combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. <coughs> Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Uh, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by mock trial from punishment for any murders they should uh, commit from the inhabitants of those states. <coughs> Suffered uh, immunity. Uh, for 
cutting our trade off with parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, (coughs) administrative law judge, for transporting us beyond the seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in neighboring provinces, establishing, therefore, an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. (coughs) Department of Justice. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. Abolishing the Senate, but democratizing the Senate and packing the Supreme Court. I'm sorry. I don't know where this coughing came from. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us all in cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burned our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny, already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy of the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained his fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves at their hands. Nuking the gun owners. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sections, and conditions. Times have changed. At every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be a ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarranted jurisdiction over us. Bureau of Land Management. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and resettlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by their ties to our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war and in peace, friends. We, therefore the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are by their right ought to be free and independent states. They are absolved from allegiance to the British crown that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved and that as free and independent states, they have the power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all the other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other on our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That's the Declaration of Independence in its entirety, something many of your children have probably never heard in its entirety, something many of your neighbors may have heard, maybe not, and certainly don't understand, as we see by the results of this last uh, election. Let's boil it down here, folks. What do Americans really celebrate on the 4th of July? Given by what we've just heard, the Declaration of Independence that is one of the cornerstones of this democracy. We Americans celebrate, quote, tax evasion, end quote, disobeying orders from our divinely ordained superiors, peaceful demonstrations that sometimes get out of control, vandalism, yeah, illegal gun ownership. I mean, what was the Battle of Lexington and Concord but the ultimate fight against gun control? The British were coming to grab the guns from the well-regulated militia. It 
worked as well for the greatest empire in the history of the world then as it would now. Oh, let's not forget acts of sedition and treason, which, by the way, was the entire nature of what I just read there, the Declaration of Independence. Not for light, transient reasons, as the Declaration said. No, it's a big step. And the people who signed the Declaration of Independence paid disproportionately for their, for their, for their act of treason. Nine of them were killed during the Revolution. Many more had their homes burned, their families persecuted, their names smeared. Uh, it's the original cancel culture when you get right down to it. And yet here we are, back at the same corner, perhaps. We'll talk more about that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. voiceover zany sound effect uh we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the patriot on the free radio.com app 22 percent of the population has some degree of hearing loss encourage business owners and staff to keep the captions on their tvs turned on and accessible to all patrons captions also help children with reading and adults learning english as a second language Not sure how to turn them on? Find the button with the two C's on the remote or go to the menu button. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 4488, the number to call should you care to join us, and I do hope you do. Because it's a talk show, not a listen show. You can, you can join us and do that. Uh, by the way, the terrific talkers, VIP experience going on right now. Go to am12athepatriot.com, sign up. That's going to be a lot of fun. You get to, get to sit in for an hour with one of your favorite Salem talkers. And the choices are superstars. Dinesh D'Souza, for crying out loud. Larry Elder, Mike Geller, Sebastian Gorka. Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, Dennis Prager, the whole crew. This is the terrific talkers sweepstakes. 
this is one of the best contests I've seen here for a long time. I mean, actually getting to hang out, to chill with the superstars of American talk radio. Uh, the, the, the best. I mean, the idea of sitting in for an hour with Dennis Prager itself. I'd, I'd like to do that all by my lonesome. It occurs to me I probably could. I'd have to go out to Los Angeles to do it. And I'd probably have to talk my way into the studio, but it's almost worth a try. Anyway, you could do it without all that muss and fuss and get night free, three free nights at a hotel and $250 worth of, of a Visa gift card to pay for the trip for your food, your uh, all the goodies, your lodging's covered. Anyway, sign up. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Go to Terrific Talkers VIP Experience. I couldn't help but notice, by the way, that... Brad Carlson, King Banyan, Jack Tomzak, and myself don't seem to be included in the sweepstakes. <clears throat> we might have to uh, right that particular wrong in the near future here. I'm thinking it's about time we finally held that <laughs> finally held that 10th anniversary get-together now that Minnesota is reopening for the time being. Oh, yeah, man, reopening. That's right. Governor Waltz, after saying he was going to give up his emergency powers on August 1st, was told by the legislature, in fact, in a unanimous vote, that he'll be giving up last Thursday, which he did. The media, of course, covering for the governor, as they are wont to do. They, they made it sound like they spun it. They allowed the governor to spin it as, yep, perfectly happy. I mean, given that we, what, is it, what was the direct quote? Makes him the happiest person in Minnesota to, to not have emergency powers. Well, you could have made yourself happy, I don't know, a year ago when it was fairly clear that we weren't facing an emergency, when there weren't going to be five figures worth of dead in Minnesota by mid-June. Okay, I'll meet you halfway. Maybe when it became clear that the second surge in the fall wasn't going to decimate Minnesota's cities. Was it going to result in tens of thousands? I think what what, what the original models say, 70,000 dead. We're currently running at about one-tenth of that. When that became clear, that would have been time to have expressed your happiness in being rid of emergency power by, I don't know, voluntarily relinquishing it or telling the bobbleheads in the Minnesota House of Representatives, the, the DFL who, who control the, the that chamber of the legislature, to take them away if you would have been so happy. Of course, it was baked wind. Uh, the media is spinning for the governor as what they want to do. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, well, anyway, it's gone for now. We'll see what happens. By the way, did, did Paul Gazelka give up too much to uh, to win the shutting down of the emergency powers, uh, we'll find out soon enough. We'll be talking about that in future weeks here on AM Twelve A, the Patriot. Let's go to the phones. Hopkins, Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch, thanks for filling in for Brad today. My pleasure. You're, you you find singer and guitarist, and <laughs> wait, we're waiting to hear some maybe some songs if you write songs. Uh, maybe um, we'll throw some, some we'll throw, throw some of those on one of these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we have we have them in the uh, yeah as as uh, that great uh, talk show host Sting once said, albums are never finished, just abandoned. That's kind of how I felt about mine <laughs> way back when. But who knows? Maybe I'll drag some of those out. <laughs> anyway, you're on the air. Go, go. Yeah, you're on the air. Go right hey. ahead. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, Karen Fan, the president of the Arizona Senate, will be releasing hopefully this week. The results of the forensic audit, not just counting the same old fake ballots all over again like they do everywhere else. Right. And uh, and then they have a canvas to complete, which is to find out if all these made-up addresses are actually where people would live. Yep. Uh, Etc. But um, I'm uh, I'm I, I believe that the delay in sharing with the world what they found is because. They have found an enormous amount of fraud, and they got to cover all their bases, knowing they'll be attacked from the Marxist left uh, as to with the legitimacy of their findings. But what do you think on, on that? Have you had a chance to? I will so, kind of quiet. I will hope you're right about that. I will hope you're right about that because I, <laughs> anyone who lives in any of the major urban areas knows that there is a, a problem with, uh, with with vote fraud. I mean, it's. Did, did it completely change the election? Who knows? I don't know. I'd l very much like to see. I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, the results when they actually do come out. Uh, it, 
I don't doubt that there is something to hide. Did it completely change the election? I will say this. The Trump campaign did itself no favors uh, by its uh, crying wolf all over the place uh, with, with, uh, with, with, as regards election results. But what's happening in Arizona right now is the first of a number of these uh, audits that, that need to happen to actually put some real hard numbers, not just talking about releasing the Kraken and and, and throwing vaporware uh, accusations out there, but in fact being able to prove with actual numbers and uh, associating violations with actual laws that there actually is a problem uh, out there. And so I am waiting. I, I have been burned too many times over this last, I don't know, six, seven months since November uh, by the Trump team on too many of these issues. But if uh, if this Arizona audit does turn up widespread fraud, yeah, it's time for a 1965-style uh, voting rights uh, response, a riposte to the, the system that the left has built around the country to ensure actual voter integrity. And you're right, Dan, the Marxists are definitely uh, <laughs> tried, trying to uh, prepare the intellectual battlefield for that in the way that they are most comfortable with, calling it all racist as you're you're well aware thanks for your call dan 651 as always by the way uh always a great call 651-289-4488 i i've been following some of the narrative when it comes to uh for, on both sides the left and right when it comes to the situation in america's cities and it's been interesting seeing uh, the response of uh, both sides to what's been going on in Portland, Oregon. Now, I've been to Portland a few times. Love the used to love the place actually, beautiful place. Michael Totten, who's one of the uh, again the titans of conservative blogging from back in the day, and is still a mainstay of the conservative alternative media, is uh, is a native of the Portland area, and he writes a fantastic piece in Quillette, one of my favorite. That's Quill at Q U I L L. E-T-T-E dot com, who, by the way, was also where I uh, read the fantastic seven part piece that we talked about with Angus Fox, the author of said piece yesterday on the show. Quillette is is to uh, <laughs> Quillette is to academic reality and, and American intellectual uh, Western intellectual life. What Babylon B is to satire, basically uh, the good guys taking the battle to the bad guys on their home turf. Michael Totten writes about his hometown, well, a town he considers his hometown, Portland, Oregon, and the agonies it's gone through, not just in the last year and a half, but really over the last 50 years. I mean, Portland suffered from the same uh, great society short-sightedness. I mean, the, the notion of urban renewal, which is hardly heard of these days, but urban renewal was a, a product of the Johnson administration uh, that basically took urban areas and gutted them of their most historical downtown areas, raised them to the ground and, and replaced them with, well, big plans and li limited follow through. I mean, it's one of the reasons that many of America's downtowns are short on pre-1940s buildings and long on surface parking lots. Uh Michael Totten writes a spectacular article about the decline and fall of Portland and, and the, the misery it's going through right now in a piece that I will link at Shot in the Dark Info when I get off the air here today. A uh, piece he writes about that ends with this. Uh, the dueling narratives in left and right wing media were more grounded in reality than anything former President Trump said. That's true. Donald Trump called it a free fire zone. It's not quite that bad any more than Minneapolis is. Conservatives decried the relentless rioting. Well, progressives pointed out that 99.99% of Portland's was perfectly calm. Both were correct, though neither properly captured what was actually happening. If you read nothing but conservative media, you might think that most of the city degenerated into a war zone, kind of like Minneapolis. If you read nothing but left-wing analysis and reports, you likely came out with the impression that even the most of downtown was doing just fine. Local journalists actually did a consistently excellent job in Portland describing the society-wide effects as well as the what, when, why, why uh, where, and how, and why. But right-wing national media magnified the scale of the problem while left-wing national media downplayed it. There were indeed riots every night, and they lasted for months. They still erupt once in a while, like aftershocks following a big earthquake. No other city in the country went through this for so long. 
although Minneapolis tried its best. One local business after another took on thousands of dollars in damages at a time when they were already reeling from the pandemic. And by the way, no insurance policies don't always cover the damage, and they never cover all of it. Homeowners trying to sell their houses <coughs> couldn't, uh, as Totten did, couldn't help but wonder how many tens of thousands of dollars this was going to cost. There was something like an insurgency downtown, but there weren't any car bombs or mortar attacks or mass shootings. Portland is not Baghdad. It's not even Belfast. Never feared for his physical safety or wanted the house to be okay, but the riots just carried on. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Since opening their doors 91 years ago, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has been dedicated to keeping your home comfortable and safe for you and your loved ones. Read what their customers have to say in their own words by finding over 24,000 unedited and unfiltered reviews online. Standard Heating has a 4.8 out of 5 star rating. Now spanning four generations, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and woman-operated business. That's 91 years supported by employees with 600 combined years of industry expertise. With over 500,000 homes serviced throughout the seven-county metro, your home could be the next one. Visit StandardHeating.com today to check out their current special offers. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Visit StandardHeating.com today. Let them know the Patriots sent you. That's StandardHeating.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson, who will be, by the way, back next Sunday as usual. He's off on assignment today, enjoying a gorgeous fourth. <clears throat> off on assignment. Much as I may be doing next uh, Saturday during my normal time. What will replace me? Well, nothing can, but but we'll have something on the air. Have no fear. Uh, we got a lot of uh, best ofs to, to, to play next week, including my traditional 4th of July broadcast that I usually play on the 4th of July weekend. But I figured this would be a good a day as any to uh, stop by since I'm in the neighborhood anyway. And it's there's a lot of stuff much on my mind on this Independence Day. I read the Declaration of Independence, and of course this was a declaration by the colonists 240-odd years ago 
uh, of their intention to split away from Great Britain, a, a country whose government no longer served the, the, the colonists' desire for freedom, in fact, was, was devolving into tyranny. Now, they weren't tyrants in the sense that, I don't know, someone escaping Nazi Germany would understand. In fact, Great Britain in the 1700s, late 1700s, was probably the closest thing you were going to find to a freeish society anywhere, even in the Western world. But it still recognized the notion of the divine right of kings, and it clung to the notion that, that people were yeah, less so than other societies, but, but clung to the notion that, that people were defined by the groups they were in, including uh, the aristocracy versus the, the, the proles, the plebeians, the, 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 uh, the masses, the rabble, the knaves. And there are bits and pieces in the Declaration of, uh, of Independence that people could stand to internalize today. I mean, the idea that, that people in this new world were declaring independence from a government in an old world that was distant and, and uh, unfamiliar with the lives they were leading and unfa- unfamiliar with the, the society that they wanted to have certainly is something that could resonate with people today. I mean, I mean you, could, you, you could look at the way government is practiced in places like Washington, D.C. And, and make a legitimate case that if you live... I don't know, west of the Alleghenies, that the federal government, outside of the people that you send to D.C. in the legislature, really isn't there for your well-being. It's there for the well-being of government itself and perhaps the government's biggest stakeholders, who are these days corporations and, 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 and the major Public employee union, certainly here in in the in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the public employees unions that that's not much different nationwide. The the, the large interests that uh, that have disproportionate clout nationwide, but you could see some of these same sentiments starting to pop up in the in the words and actions of people who are pushing back against the overreaches that we talked about in the first segment. I mean. Big left doing what it does, overreaching, using the power that the last two rounds of elections gave it to enforce its power on people. And you're starting to see people, if not declaring independence, at least pointing out that certain current modern outrages are evils that cannot be suffered. The Founding Fathers said people are prone to suffer injustices and evils as long as they can be suffered. And yet you're finding people out there who are starting to band together and say some of these evils are not things we can suffer anymore. The wave, and I do say wave, of not just sanctuary counties and even sanctuary states in Ray the Second Amendment, but the overwhelming tsunami of people buying firearms and in effect declaring their independence from government when it comes to protecting themselves, their families, their property, their communities, and at the end of the day, their freedom. There's a declaration of independence. It's right there. It's small. It's limited in scope. But it's profound in its own way. The parents fighting back against critical race theory in their schools, fighting back against the racism-driven indoctrination of their children to see their own, to see the color of skin with which they were born as a dispositive factor in, in how they relate to the world. That's a declaration of independence and a, and a, and a firing on and a, and a firing on Bunker Hill as far as that goes as well. A, a firing at the Redcoats marching up the road from Boston as far as it goes. Just as important in its own way. And by the way, <laughs> you see the modern Redcoats reacting. There is no person in America, perhaps, outside of government, who's profited more from the notion of of peddling racism herself than Robin DiAngelo, uh, who is back again with a new book called Nice Racism, uh, How Progressive White People Perpetuate Racial Harm. 
And, and I don't need to go too far into it. I mean, basically, it's something you might expect. There is nothing that you do that is good enough uh, to satisfy her, or, or at least her desire to continue her consulting contracts going. Uh, how much consulting, by the way? I mean, the amount of money that this woman uh, has 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 made. I, I don't. I I shudder to say earned, but the amount of money she's made uh, peddling. Uh, the the idea that uh, that we are all that, that that modern society is a deterministic thing, entirely determined by traits that the color of your skin gives you, which is the opposite of what Martin Luther King said. By the way, it, it, there's big money in that. And by the way, it's the opposite of what any moral person thinks. Her movement's journey from obscurity to ubiquity, by the way, has been extremely, by the way, from a piece in uh, Reason magazine that came out this past week. Robin DeAngelo's movement from obscurity to can't escape status has been really, really fast and measurably lucrative for its leading lights. Quote, quoting Robin DeAngelo here, my average fee for an event in 2018 was 6200 bucks. She writes on her website's accountability page. In 2019, it was 9200 In 2020... As of August, 14000 bucks. In the book, she adds that she gives presentations on whiteness and white fragility on a weekly basis. So, 52 meetings a year, usually for corporations and groups that need to signal their virtue to the modern woke culture. That adds up to, at fourteen grand a, a trip, that's $728,000 a year. Sign me up. <laughs> By the way, uh, she she the, the the piece in in Reason uh, written by Matt Welch, who is is an essential voice in modern journal, journalism, and there is as there is today, ends with this conclusion. And when you say when I read this, those of you who are familiar with the work of Hunter S. Thompson, let me know the the, the what you think of the minute. I read this conclusion from from uh, Matt Welch's article on Robin D'Angelo, actually quoting Robin D'Angelo. Conclusion, quote, we must continuously educate ourselves through <clears throat> books, films, discussions, conferences, community groups, workbooks, and activism. And by jinky, she knows just the provider to help. Any Hunter S. Thompson fans out there? I mean, I'm not a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan, but, boy, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas had the the great image of the Samoan lawyer telling Hunter S. Thompson, both of them high on peyote at the time, that uh, it's not so necessary that you know exactly what I'm doing or agree with what I'm doing or really have the faintest idea what I'm doing. It's just necessary that you keep the retainer checks coming to me on schedule. That's the important part. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is modern woke culture in a nutshell. It's a gravy train for some very important people. Uh, gravy train for some very self-appointed uh, people who show people the way to signal their vir- corporations, especially the way to signal their virtue. It is exactly, exactly everything that people used to complain about televangelist culture. Remember them back in the 80s when televangelists... We're all the right, are, are exposing the, the, the wealth and corruption of modern televangelists, your, your Jim Baker and, and Tammy Faye Baker types. And there were a bunch of others that ran into trouble back then. Joel Osteen gets a certain amount of that flack today. Creflo Dollar is another one. Uh, people who are televangelists making millions and millions and millions of dollars a year off of their followers. How is this any different? I mean, in its own way, it's just as cynical. I mean, the televangelists play off of the 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 the, the anxieties of the faithful to make themselves wealthy. That's exactly what Robin D'Angelo and, and Ibram X. Kendi are doing, <laughs> playing off the anxieties of the faithful and uh, essentially the the worst aspects of what religion brings. Uniformity of thought, browbeating, those sorts of things. I mean, I'm a person of, of faith, but the great cliche of religion is it does play off the the, the anxieties and insecurities of, of their flocks at its worst. And 
like any human activity, religion has its bad, has its good practitioners and its evil ones, quite frankly. We all know who I'm talking about here. And Robin D'Angelo would seem to be one of them, certainly playing off the anxieties of people whose approach to these issues is best described as, well, I won't use the term religious, but breathless credulity, a, 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 a shallow but broad faith, really, and, and no real scientific basis. I mean, all of the worst cliches of televangelistic society are, are all right here on full display and with the full active connivance of Big Left. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join. We'll be right back. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson and your phone calls, your tweets, your gabs, your mewies, your... That sounded weird. Your parlays, whatever. Join us. Any mechanism you want, we're here the same way. Go now. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. People looking to buy a new fence in Minnesota are lucky. Lucky because unlike with other types of purchases, when it comes to buying a new fence, the choice has been made so darn easy. Only one company truly stands above the rest and has for a long, long time. Midwest Fence has not only been around far longer than anyone else and thus is far more experienced, they're the largest fence company in the state, which means Midwest Fence has the greatest variety of fence designs. You won't believe the seemingly endless styles you can choose from these days. And Midwest Fence buys in such bulk, they can keep their prices lower than other companies. That's why if you're ready for a fence, you're just plain lucky. The legendary fence company that's been making people smile since Truman was president is but a phone call away and ready to stop out and deliver a free estimate. Your turn to smile, folks. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson out on assignment. I am in today loving every minute of it as I do because as I have said many times if I had the, time, I would run the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. It's not quite a perfect world but it's a it's a wonderful time. It's a blessing every minute I'm on the air. I feel like I am blessed with the opportunity to talk with all of you and well, honestly, I am blessed to have the uh, <laughs> the medium, the mechanism, the outlet 
for all the things that need to be said about about politics. By the way, I have people saying, wow, Mitch, you must really love politics. You write a blog, shotinthedark.info, five days a week, most weeks, uh, on politics. You must really dig politics, my man. I said, no. And they said, well, what? Even, even though the fact you do a talk show one, sometimes two days a week, you must really love politics. I said, no, no, I don't. I hate politics. I detest politics. I, I have no little tolerance for the, the mechanics of how politics is done. What I do love doing is exploring the ways politics affects you and, and the need for all of us, not just you, but all of us, sometimes to hold our noses and wade into that swamp and club that alligator over the head. That alligator being all of the things that bad politics brings to our lives. We're seeing that. We're seeing that. We're seeing that in our schools via critical race theory. We're seeing that in our society via cancel culture and via the the left's uh, semi-paid thugs roaming the streets, destroying uh, people's livelihoods and lives. We see that in cancel culture. Uh, selectively going out and, and making it too difficult to disagree with big left, but bringing some big, ugly consequences to dissenting from what big left tells you to believe. And I, I bring up the example early, the whole first segment of the Declaration of Independence, because like the parents protesting against critical race theory, like the Second Amendment advocates pushing back hard and effectively against gun control for this last 45 years. There are a lot of people in our society who need to declare independence from the preconceptions they've had about politics and for much the same reason. You, you've got some of our some of the show's great friends, uh, the, the Latino and African-American and Asian and Somali Republicans and conservatives who have declared their independence, pointing out quite rightly that the Democratic Party of today is not the, the party of the working stiff, of the underdog, of the of the uh, of them anymore, but in fact, just basically uses them. And in fact, profits more by keeping them in misery than than it possibly could by giving them agency and and worth and prosperity. Things that, by the way, no party can give you. Those are things that you are born with the opportunity to create for yourself and the obligation to your offspring to create for yourself, by the way. Let's not forget that. If you're one of those people that big left has been taking for granted for generations Perhaps it's time for you to explore a declaration of independence of your very own. Become the citizen that the founding fathers intended for you to be citizen, of course, from the Roman word, uh, same Roman root that leaves, leads us to city and civilization and government itself. In other words, the idea that you and I, all of us, of all races, creeds, and colors, have the powers the rights and the responsibilities of self-government within us as individuals handed down from us, not from government, but from God himself. And if you are one of those people who was starting to think, now oh, maybe, maybe the Democratic Party and the statist system it represents aren't the best representatives I could have. It's, maybe these people portray a version of government that is very different and of society as a whole, it's very different than the one that, that I want for myself, my family, my offspring, my future. Well, that Declaration of Independence is just as true today as it was 245 years ago. And I hope you latch on to it just as hard as, as, as the best of Western civilization did two and a half centuries ago. Speaking of which... 45 years ago today, America was celebrating its bicentennial. At that point, I was years old. I was watching the, like a lot of people, watching the nation's bicentennial party uh, celebrating our tw uh, 200th anniversary at a time that, that it was a difficult time in America. In some ways, just as difficult as today. We'd had a terrible decade. And 
By the way, if you ever watch the movie Miracle, the Kurt Russell vehicle about the 1980 Olympic hockey team, it opens with this montage of what life was like in America from the late 60s until about 1980. One depressing outbreak of misery and malaise after another from the law, from from America's worst episode of self-abnegation till the recent last year or two. Uh, the 1960s, the late 1960s, to the loss of the Vietnam War, to Watergate, to episode after episode, to to the seizing of the uh, hostages in Iran. It was one expression of misery after another. And the United States tried to take a break from all that misery, and in some ways, it was a it was a good break. Uh, we had. We had the the bicentennial, the 200th anniversary of the United States, of the Declaration of Independence, and America threw a big party. And as if to punctuate that party, a situation resolved itself in a way that that still brings a hitch to my throat. On June 22nd, uh, 27th, rather, 1976, Air Air France Flight 139 with 248 passengers and a crew of 12 took off from Athens headed for Paris. It was hijacked yeah, by a couple of Germans and some uh, other, basically German terrorists, speaking at least on a surface level for for the Palestinians. They were operating on behalf of the PLO. They hijacked the plane. They flew it to Uganda at a time when uh, one of the great butchers of the past 50 years, Idi Amin, was running the place. In a message that could not have been mistaken by even the most tone deaf, they let the non-Jews go. Shortly after the episode, they let them go back to freedom, but they kept the Israelis and the other Jews, including some Americans and British there, as hostages. The Israeli military decided that that was not going to be acceptable, and they pulled off one of the most miraculous hostage rescues in the history of special operations, flying uh, some of their commandos in, including the older brother of the just recently uh, departed uh, uh, Prime Minister of Israel, Jonathan Netanyahu, was the only Israeli fatality in the raid. They rescued most of the hostages, but for a few that were killed in the crossfire, and one who was at a hospital who was murdered thereafter. And there showed that not only was freedom free, not free, but in fact it was worth defending, worth defending to the extreme. I remember watching this when I was X years old and thinking, this is the lesson America needed then. And in some ways it still is, at any rate. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Have a blessed and meaningful Fourth of July. God bless you all on Independence Day, and God bless America. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Mm-hmm.
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Celebrating two decades on air, this 